The roads that crisscross the Ocala National Forest stretch beyond our assumptions, diving through thick patches of trees, around steep curves, and connecting the disparate communities that pop up throughout the forest. Between Gainesville and Ormond Beach, the forest makes up more than half of the land in that middle area. The sun sinks beyond the trees, and the long shadows mark the road like gray tattoos, with bursts of light strobing into your window. I've never passed beyond the forest's edge after the sun has sunk below the horizon, and the shadows are no longer shadows. There are no lampposts in the forest, only winking oases of humanity that fade within moments. Deep in those woods, almost smack in the middle of the forest, is a man-made circle that's almost 6,000 acres in area. It's owned by the U.S. Navy, called the Pine Castle Impact Range. There, close to 20,000 bombs, most of which are test shells, are dropped by an F-18 plane. The area has been owned by the American military since World War II, when the army used that site as bombing prep. Now it is a cleared out patch of sand, with shipping crates positioned to resemble a town. Every once in a blue moon, jets blaze through the sky, shredding the serene sound of the forest to pieces. For 70 years, an isolated spot in the woods has been the origin of unusual sounds, brilliant lights, and local gossip. And for the same 70 years, the citizens of the city of Ocala, a few miles west of the forest itself, have been reporting unidentified flying objects soaring over the sky, the type that are not found at a Navy base. I'm Nick D'Alessandro, and this is Wait 5 Minutes, a podcast about Florida by a Floridian. Today, the story of the lights over Ocala and the citizens who want answers. Ten days ago, a report came in from a local couple who witnessed the most recent UFO in that area. They were kayaking at Alexander Springs in the southeastern quadrant of the forest, about six miles from the bombing range. There, they looked to the sky and saw a white dot that they reported resembled a balloon. News 6, a local station out of Orlando, investigated the report and found no local company that claimed ownership of the balloon. And the U.S. Forest Service, as well as the Department of Agriculture, said, quote, they were unaware of the balloon and no permit was given for it, end quote. News 6 checked with the Navy, the Department of Defense, several weather agencies, and more. Nothing came up. None of them had heard of the balloon. The first major reporting of UFOs in this area was on August 8, 1952, when a family living in the city of Ocala looked to the sky as the late summer sun faded away. Two silent orange objects floating one above the other passed over the city. They were seen by several individuals, and then they vanished. For the following decades, every few years, more individuals would see UFOs of various sizes, green lights, fireballs, floating triangles, and more. America was in the peak of its UFO craze and Ocala was now in the thick of it. One UFO tracking site reports nearly 60 stories in the following 60 years. One of my favorites occurred in 1966 in the skies north of Orlando approaching Ocala. The primary eyewitness of the event was the then governor, Hayden Burns. Burns was elected in 64 and was running for re-election in 1966. What would usually have been a four-year term had been split in half so that the gubernatorial elections would no longer coincide with the presidential elections going forward. Governor Burns, with piercing blue eyes and a gaunt face, was a conservative Democrat at the height of the civil rights movement. 
During his tenure, he approved of Walt Disney's movement into Orlando for his second park, opposed the death penalty, and combated civil rights in the state. In April of 66, as he left Orlando by plane following a campaign stop, his plane was trailed by two lights. The lights were seen by over a dozen individuals, including the governor himself. The plane was flying at approximately 230 miles per hour, and the lights, according to reports, maintained that same speed for 40 miles. After this time, the lights rose in altitude and winked out. After the incident passed, Burns joked, quote, I told you my campaign would be out of this world, end quote. He would lose the election seven months later. UFOs are not unheard of in Florida skies. The Gulf Breeze sightings of the 1980s are some of the most famous UFO photographs in the whole community, real or not. A Scoutmaster's story of UFOs over the Everglades is one of the most famous hoaxes of the early UFO days. It is a nationwide phenomenon, and Florida is not unique to the story. Nationally, the conversations around UFOs are growing in popularity, as the U.S. government has been increasingly disclosing former reports of UFOs in the past few decades. Eyewitnesses from the ground can be unreliable, but many of these stories are from pilots, military professionals who know an unusual sight when they see one. When they spot an object in the sky, we slap the label unidentified flying object on it and call it a day. Who knows what that could be? However, many scientists have noted that certain areas have a higher concentration of UFO sightings than others, and there isn't a rational explanation as to why. Ocala is one such place. With the sheer density of sightings near or surrounding the forest, knowing what we know about the forest, one can assume that all of Ocala's stories can be placed on the doorstep of the Pine Castle Impact Range. In mid-March of 2013, residents of Ocala saw aircraft that resembled, quote, a bunch of helicopters flying in formation with a large plane, end quote. Obviously, this is not the standard form of more anomalous UFOs like blinking lights and green shapes and flying triangles. The Navy base in the forest said that it couldn't have been theirs as they don't test aircraft at the time of the report, which was between 2 and 3 a.m. Within a few hours of the first article, a second article detailed that the MacDill Air Force Base in Tampa confirmed the vehicles were theirs. They were Black Hawk and Chinook helicopters that were running tests over the city and the forest. Though there was no way to be 100% positive, the reports were likely viewing the helicopters as they tested overnight. As for the white dot in the sky from last week, that too has a simple answer. News 6 eventually discovered that the balloon was part of a company called Loon, spelled L-O-O-N. This company launches balloons into the sky, quote, twice as high as commercial airplanes, end quote. The equipment attached to the balloons allow for expanded cell service for smaller phone companies. The company itself confirmed that the balloon was over Ocala during the period in which it was seen from Alexander Springs. Though the balloons are not often in this area and are usually too high to be seen, when the conditions are right, there they appear, like lightning bugs in a dark night. But Ocala's stories aren't all military helicopters and cell tower balloons. Sometimes they're stranger, harder to explain, and deeper into the woods. There's more. See him back? Set against a backdrop of a cloudy night sky, far, far in the air, this video depicts a little orange blip, barely a pixel. It wiggles back and forth in the middle of the air, and the individuals filming behind a cell phone whisper as if talking too loud might make the light vanish. 
They shared their story with the mutual UFO network called MUFON, which celebrated its 50th anniversary this year as one of the oldest UFO organizations in the world. This video was captured on July 31st, 2016 at 8.30 p.m. The pair looked to the southern sky and saw a sphere, quote, moving so quickly that it gave the appearance of being close, end quote. It was blue at first, then moved closer to the individuals, and then vanished, leaving only a blinking red light. A little while later, more red blinking lights could be seen in the sky, floating in formation, and then they all lit up blue again. It is right here in the video when a crack of yellow lightning flashes across the sky behind a cloud illuminating the entire vista. Dogs barked and car horns alarmed as the crafts suddenly disappeared and never returned. Although an initial view of the case theorized that the object was a Chinese lantern, later reports shared that the object was moving much too fast. They closed the report saying it could be a drone, it could be a lantern, but there's no way to nail anything down for certain. Is it something human, easy to define and right within our grasp? Or is it the same orange lights that have chased planes and hovered low over the trees, waiting for the sun to set, only to illuminate themselves for the rare few that have their eyes turned skyward, hoping to join the annals of those Ocala residents who came before, speculating at the lights over the forest. I'm Nick D'Alessandro, and this has been a Wait 5 Minutes story. If you like this show, give it a review or share it with a friend. You can find the show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at WFMPod. You can send me an email at WFMPod at gmail.com. All of the music used in this episode is from Lobo Loco. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you won't miss the premiere of Season 2 next month on September 9th. I'll see you next Monday with another Wait 5 Minutes story. Until then, I'm Nick D'Alessandro. Take care of yourself. <laughs>